Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And you join me for day 246 of 365 days of Bible reading. And I'm so glad that you're here with me today as we start another set of seven in our journey through the entire Bible for the entire year. And I am so grateful to have you here with me, no matter where you are around the world on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, or any of our other platforms. It is a joy and an honor to have you here with me today. We're back into some real coffee, not uh, uh, not like yesterday's rubbish. Real coffee, real nom-noms, real good taste. Excited to get into that, but before we go any further, let's talk scriptures and what we're going to be reading today. As always, they're in the platforms on every, uh, the description, sorry, on every platform as per usual. Let's have a look. Psalm 105, verse 12 to 22. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3 to chapter 7, verse 1. And Isaiah chapter 3, verse 1 to chapter 5, verse 7. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. Make sure you check those out and read them at some point of your day today now brews we continue on with one of my favorite brews if not my favorite brew we've ever had on the daily brew it is the mount atkinson coffee whiskey barrel aged and this was the first coffee i've ever given a 10 out of 10 i think here on the daily brew we had it as a chemex before today we're trying it as a plunger i'm looking forward to getting into it because it is going to be amazing i just have a feeling i have a good feeling about this one for today. So let's get into our plunger for today and see how this whiskey barrel aged from Mount Atkinson tastes in the plunger. Wow, it's a lot more smoky. Bit more like it feels almost a bit dirty as you're drinking it, like quite a heavy, a heavy flavor. Uh, there's a bit more bitterness with that smokiness in there, slightly more bitter. Still sweet, but the sweetness comes in that aftertaste. The lingering profile there is smoky bitterness, which if you're into your smoked bitterness, that's up, that's yours. Uh, and ironically, if you hold on to bitterness, that's where you end up, in a smoky place. So uh, don't do not do that. Uh, but I do enjoy this. I, I probably don't, look, in terms of a plunger, I don't drink a lot of plunger, but if I was going to do a plunger, again, I think I'd choose this one. I'm going to give this though because it didn't blow my mind like the other one did and it is a bit burnt for me. It tastes a bit burnt but I think that might only be in the way that I've prepared it or maybe that is that smokiness uh, that maybe it's just a little bit too much for me. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. So still quite high but not the highest it could possibly be. That is it though for the brews. Let's get into the Bible. We are here for the reason we are here. What? <laughs> let's get into the Bible. The reason that we are here. A fruitful life is a faithful life. We see, uh, we, we are, t- <laughs> what a start. Can you tell I'm still not quite 100%? I feel it. Let's try that again. A fruitful life is a faithful life. As we stay faithful to God, we see fruit follow. The psalmist today draws on the life of Joseph. Now, Joseph, he was an incredibly faithful guy. And as a result, he had incredible fruit in his life. Isn't it funny, though, how sacrifice always precedes being both faithful and having fruitfulness in our life? For Joseph, he went through a lot of sacrifice. That's not funny. I was just laughing at myself. He did go through a lot of sacrifice. And it's very serious when we talk about sacrifice. He, he was, he, uh, seriously, though, he was sold into slavery. 
He was put in prison. He had false accusations. And he had some sort of weird reverse sexual assault situation going on. It was all very weird and wild. But through all of the sacrifice, Joseph remained faithful. And he saw significant fruit in his life as a result. You and I can take encouragement from verse 19, which says that the word of the Lord proved him true. You have to hang in there enough. Remaining faithful. Faithful. Now, You can't be dwelling in doubt and cursing God, expecting him to bless you with fruit at the same time, because that isn't faithfulness. But if you're faithful and you stick in there, that's where you'll see the fruit of God come through your life. So stick in there, no matter what you're facing today. And I don't want to make light of anybody's situation. Don't, don't, don't feel like I'm coming at you or I'm trying to just be trivial with people's hardships. No, I like I understand things are hard, but I want to encourage you to stick in there, to stay the course and watch as the Lord proves himself true to and through you. The fruitfulness that we experience in our lives comes from the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. We know that the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians is what takes place in our lives. But it's important to remember that our faithfulness to God is what keeps the Spirit dwelling in us. We can't be flirting with the world and hope that the Spirit will remain. We have to endeavor to remain focused on God, remaining faithful to Him and rejecting the world around us. Paul was so faithful that he describes himself as a servant of God. This isn't... Uh, sorry, through his life and ministry, he made many rich, quote unquote. That's what he says. He made many rich. Now, this richness that Paul's talking about, he's not talking about financial, not primarily. There may be some examples where financial favor comes, but what he's primarily talking about here is spiritual richness. This is the greatest joy for any pastor and any Christian leader, by the way. It's seeing the people come alive with spiritual fruit, spiritual richness, the fruit of the Holy Spirit on display for all to taste and see. For Paul, we know this came at such a high cost for him as well. Verses 4 to 10 in our scripture today show us a snapshot of the struggle that he had to go through. And when you read this, you should feel challenged about what you're facing right now. For the majority of us, myself included, it puts life into a healthy perspective when it comes to some of the problems that we say are massive when maybe they're actually not as big as we said that they are. Through it all, we see in verse 7 and 10, a uh, 7 to 10, sorry, that Paul stayed faithful to God. Many of us in the hard seasons, we drop out. We pull away from God and we say, well, this sucks or well, this is painful or this is hard and it hurts. And so therefore it possibly cannot be from God. But it is possible that the pain we experience is part of the preparation journey that God allows us to go through so that we can step into the plans and purposes that God has for us. That plan and purpose, by the way, is to be an encouragement to those around us so that they too can experience the richness of God in their life as well. Finally, today we see Isaiah uh, talking about being a branch to the vine and how if we're unfaithful, we're cut off. From chapter 5, verse 1 to 7, You'll find, uh, you'll find this, but let me just read you a verse out of that chunk of scripture. It says this, Then he looked for a crop of good grapes, but it yielded only bad fruit. Are you yielding good grapes or bad fruit in your life right now? I think that's the question for every Christian. Are your grapes good? I think for many of us, we're actually yielding bad fruit, but because we have so many synthetic products we can use to substitute the bad fruit in our lives, We don't worry about not being part of the vine. 
Good grapes looks like anything Christian values or morals in your life. Bad fruit is anything sinful or resembling sin in your life. Where we find sin in our lives, we cover it up with these synthetic fruit alternatives. Things like gossip, Netflix, social media, and the value people place on us. Or maybe it's retail therapy. The list goes on and on and on. What brings them all together is that what we do is we use these things to substitute the lack of good grapes and the presence of bad fruit. And 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 in doing so, we perpetuate this pain and this hurt. And we actually never even worry about whether or not we're attached to the vine of God or not. It's possible to have both going on at the same time. I want to acknowledge that. It's possible to have good grapes in some areas and bad fruit in other. But the goal of our Christian lives is to only have good grapes. We see here that we will be, if we're bearing bad fruit only, cut off from the vine. This follows most of the 39 chapters in Isaiah. The focus in these chapters is largely around judgment. We talked about that yesterday. Isaiah sees a coming judgment. Ultimately, this is going to be found on it, uh, sorry, fulfilled when Jesus returns to the earth. Jesus is the true branch and the true vine. He is and was the only way who, uh, the only way to life and bearing good grapes, but he's also the only one who was totally faithful and fruitful beyond any human being. Human being. Oh, did I say that? Human. Did I say human? Human being. Beyond any human being. Beyond any of us. That was bad fruit just there. <laughs> beyond any of us, Jesus is the only one who lived a sinless, blameless life. But what's amazing to me is that that Jesus, that holy blameless, spotless Jesus, who only bore good grapes, would invite us to be part of his vine too. Three, two, Verse one. of the day. Verse of the day today, Isaiah 5, 6 says, I will make a wasteland, neither pruned nor cultivated, and briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds not to rain on it. Listen, if you're feeling dry and fruitless at the moment, maybe it's because of a lack of faithfulness. Return back to God. Deal with your doubt. Return back to Him. Fall on your knees and find the rain of heaven coming back again. And that is it for the Daily Brew today. Day 246 of 365 days done and dusted. Thank you so much for joining me no matter where you are around the world. A massive thank you for being here in my home uh, or having me in your ears today. Thank you so much for going on this journey. And hey, I just want to say congratulations to all of you if you're still going on this devotional journey. If this is the first day you've done, make sure you stop here and go back to day one and commit to doing this Bible in a year journey. I know it's a big commitment. I know it is. I know it is. I know it is. But the fruit you find in your life as you commit to reading the Bible every single day you're going to see good fruit. Might I even suggest some good grapes? And uh, and But so much more than that. You're going to be filled with hope, wisdom. You're going to know which way to go. The Bible is a, a lamp unto our feet and a guide unto our path. And so I want to encourage you to keep going if you're on the journey. But also if you're looking or thinking about starting, get amongst it. Hey, to help you with that journey, make sure you subscribe. A massive thank you to everybody who has subscribed. Those who subscribe actually have a longer track record in our devotional journey whether you're on youtube subscribe and click the bell or if you followed it on the podcast we actually get analytics that show us that people who have already done that are sticking with the program so make sure you do that it'll keep you involved and keep you engaged on this devotional journey and if we release any other content coming up in the days to come you'll get notified of that as well hey 
That is it for today. Make sure that you enjoy the rest of your day. I was just going to make something up there, but let's go back to the old one. If it is the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleep time, good night, sleep tight, and we'll see you tomorrow. Back here for another day of the Daily Brew. If it's not broken, don't fix it, Harry. Leave it. Just do the old one. People love the old one.